Hi. Welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got friend of the show, Robert Wang. He's Senior VP of Sales and Marketing at Actions Semiconductor. I always have to stress the difference because every time I say it, I sometimes slur the S's together and then I get confused, so I don't want to do that to Robert because I want to make him feel welcome on the show. So welcome to the show, Robert. Let's talk about Actions Semiconductor. Hi, um, thank you, Alex. Uh, this is Robert Wynn. Uh, I'm here again. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm glad to have you. So, okay. the, 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 the thing is, is that obviously we, the last time we talked, you were talking about SOC design and some of the issues involved in Internet of Things and such, but I understand you've got a solid news item that you wanted to talk about with us today. Oh, yes. Uh, so, if you guys uh, watch the, the, the news in the internet, uh, we recently just announced we licensed the latest um, Cortex 50 series, which is a 60-bit uh, CPU core. And that will be the trend for the next couple of years. So since uh, iPhone launched 5S last year, 64-bit will become the trend. And, and everybody know. Uh, so all the CPU code before most of the ARM code was 32-bit, and once the 64-bit come in and the whole ecosystem is ready, then the whole processing efficient will be much, much better than before. And, and that do need some uh, cooperation for the whole ecosystem. And we are foreseeing year 2015, that will be the right timing to have this kind of product. I agree with you completely, Robert. I mean, the, the trend, obviously, to larger and larger and larger uh, bit systems has been inexorable. It's, you know, I, I remember when the first 8-bit systems were out there in the marketplace, and then 16 were around the corner. And, uh, in fact, the nice thing about going to a 64-bit system today is, yes, it's ahead of the curve, but then that also future-proofs your designs for the next few years because you're ahead of the curve in migrating towards the 64-bit architectures that everyone else will be going forward. Yeah, um, I totally agree with your point, Alex. And, but uh, I think one good news is uh, all the people here, all the end users, we don't need to waste so long uh, because Apple always the leader in, in the industry. So once they along they, they, they already announced 64-bit uh, platform last year. So normally, once the platform is ready, it takes about one and a half to, to two years. Then the whole ecosystem, including those game developers, those app developers, they will jump into this kind of uh, platform and make the whole 64-bit uh, ecosystem ready. So that means uh, in... 2015, then there will be more and more gaming and more and more apps that will utilize the powerful and, and the efficient of uh, 64-bit platform. And once those are ready, uh, they will start from the iOS, and then Android will be the next platform. So all the Android OS, they will also 64-bit will be ready by end of this year. And people that actions we have one of the leading group to announce and deliver the 64-bit platform. So our our platform will be 
during the pie run by end of this year and mass production early next year. So that means by second half of year 2015, our 64 bit platform will quite mature and all the apps and gamers, all those things that will be ready there. So once the Hassan come in 2015, and you can go enjoy the those powerful, low power, uh, low power consumption and efficient safety uh, platform in 2015. Agreed, agreed. So Robert, you know um, we are a power uh, media publication, online and in print. Um, Got to figure out a new word to encompass both of those things because I'm. <laughs> You know, that's the trouble with uh, developing tech, both on your side and on my side, is uh, we've got to have new definitions. But, okay, back to what I was asking as far as the power side of it. What's going to be the impact on the tablet as far as power budget and power consumption moving to a 64-bit architecture? So, uh, you know, there are two ways you, you can you can increase your efficiency, I mean the computing efficiency. One way is you can increase your CPU speed, and that's usually even Intel or AMD, they have been done that before in in the uh, PC platform. But eventually proven that it's a waste, in totally a waste, and bring a lot of power. Uh, and those power consumption, actually that's a, a complete waste because you probably, you have one wall consuming the PC, but probably like 30 to 40% actually already waste in, in become the hit. And that's uh, pollution and then all those things, which is not good for the human. So starting from the PC platform, uh, 64-bit, that has become the trend. And right now, in the because uh, mobile platform, since the beginning, uh, the AMCO was, had been targeting for low power consumption and shooting for the very power efficiency for the mobile computing platform. But right now, we are looking for higher and higher computing power. So there are two ways. One way you can keep going on to increase your CPU speed. So for the 32-bit ARM, they have like uh, A15, A17, those 32-bit, and, and you can still make it uh, increase the power, the computing efficiency. But that's mm-hmm. a power wasting. But 64-bit, that's a, another way. So you... Based on the power consumption, you don't need to increase. So versus, for example, like for A53, you versus A9, the power consumption probably lower. But if you are working on a 64-bit ecosystem, the computing efficiency probably like twice of A9. So that's a complete amazing uh, result. And you just utilize even this power consumption, but can, you can achieve price of the computing efficiency. And that's the way we should do in the future. Excellent, excellent. So, uh, I know you told us earlier, but uh, since this is another episode and there may be people who didn't listen the last time, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your services and what you do for the industry, and then give us a, your URL, and uh, we'll uh, close up. Okay, so uh, actually, so we we provide uh, we we made a SOC. Uh, I mean, the main chip, but we are providing the total solution. So we not just provide the SOC. We provide the uh, the whole hardware reference design, including the uh, the software uh, software development kit, and which means uh, some 
manufacturer probably they don't have such a uh, huge manpower engineering resources to develop, but they can utilize our company service, and they can make the tablet or a smart monitor, uh, and, and the whole system just utilize our reference design, and and they just need to focus on the manufacturer and make the solid, uh, good quality product, and. So by working with actions, and they can do the deliver the the good quality uh, user friendly product with less of the the engineering resources, and that's where we are delivered today. Hmm. Well, you know, I think it's also very important to have that level of service in the industry because we're literally creating a lot of this stuff as we go along, and a lot of these technologies are very, very new, and it does pay to have a partner in the development space that can help you get all of those things put together properly. Now, um, Robert, I always give my guests an opportunity to have the last word before I uh, close out the podcast. So uh, what would you like to leave our audience with? Uh, You've already talked about the company a little bit, uh, but what what have you got some thoughts about the industry or the marketplace that you'd like to leave our audience with before we close out the episode? So, uh, actually, we provide, uh, right now we provide the multimedia and tablet SOC to the industry, and we delivered our product. So, we have customers worldwide, and, and they probably manufacture in China or in Taiwan, but they deliver to United States, North America, to Europe, or even to emerging market like Latin America or Southern Asia. And our goal is because we, we have our own testing facility. Our goal is always to deliver the good quality, reliable, and the power efficient product, which means the, uh, also your goal. So, uh, by doing that, we co-work with our partners and make sure, uh, that the final product is delivered to the end user is, uh, very reliable and power efficiency. Also, that's very user friendly. That's always our go-to to working on, and no matter in the past, right now, or in the future, longer term. There you go, because uh, that is a worthwhile goal, Robert. really is. So I want to thank you for coming on the show again. We'll drag you back again sometime downstream, and we'll chat some more. But uh, it's good to hear about the uh, migration towards 64-bit that you guys are participating in and helping lead, and I think uh, it's going to have a lot of impact on the marketplace as a whole. Yes, definitely. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> so, Robert, have a great one. And I'd like to thank everyone out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul on Power. Have a great day. <laughs>